Sacktown Sports. Check us out on YouTube. Search Sacktown Sports and subscribe. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports, taking you up to 2 p.m. Our Kings Roundtable. Somebody last week said, Kings Roundtable, our favorite segment. Ooh. I don't know if they meant for the day or for our show, but either way, we got them here. Frankie Cardicelli and Brendan Nunez. Brendan Nunez and Frankie Cardicelli. I'll do it, I'll do it the other Ooh, okay. way around. Yeah, alphabetical. Okay. Our yeah. Sacktown Sports Kings <laughs> insiders as we talk the Kings after another letdown of a game where they really did let us down. You know, the kind of these marquee games, guys, as we sit here and we ride for Sabonis and we ride for De'Aaron Fox, beating a team with a big three that have seemed to play pretty well. They've won eight of their last 11 now. They had won seven of their last 10 with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard and James Harden. You ha- you should have had some bad intentions on your mind because they snuck up on you last time. You had just lost that emotional game to the Warriors Right. And the Clippers kind of slid in there and just got a cheap W, in my opinion. And I think we were willing to call that one a scheduled loss. But this one, uh uh-uh. They were both coming off back to backs and you are the younger team. You should be the hungrier team. And they had none of it. It it was bad, Frankie. It was bad. That's the thing that I'm kind of most perplexed about. It's. The Clippers are the one looking like the young, up-and-coming team. And they have guys that are, I think, the average age in the Clippers this year has got to be around 33, 34 years old, oh, yeah. maybe higher. And the Kings, are, I think, are one of the younger teams in the league. I think JaVale McGee being on the team might have, you know, unbalanced that number a little Shout more. Shout out JaVale. Shout they, out JaVale let's always. Not, but, let's not. Hey, ageism's a thing, all right. But they have a lot of young guys on this team that fresh legs. They should have. They should definitely be able to come out there and be a team like the Clippers, who we know all the, the, the chatter around Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. But you know what? Those guys have played in every game this year, in every back-to-back yeah. especially. There's no excuse. And I think the Kings being as flat as they were, it's kind of hard to pinpoint like what the exact issue was because really the whole entire body of work was just horrible. Like mm-hmm. There really wasn't anything that looked great. I think like if you want to really nitpick and find a bright spot, Sasha Vizenkov looked, looked great in garbage time. Mm-hmm. Take from that what you will. Uh, Keegan Murray looks like he's still finding a way to score the basketball even though his shot's not falling. He's, his defense looked good at times. Other than that, there's really not anything that's positive to take from this loss. So it kind of comes back to how do you respond? And the Kings have done a good job since last year of responding to adversity. And you have a tough test on Thursday against an OKC team that's playing well. And you beat them already this year without De'Aaron Fox. But it's going to be a challenge. I think it was a combination of like the one thing on each side of the ball that we've often seen them struggle with. Like defensively, the Clippers are just walking to whatever spot they want on the floor. Mm-hmm. I know that's what Kawhi does, and he's great at that. And the Kings don't have the personnel to really slow him down. Um, but they're just getting wherever they want. Like, it, and it seems like they're just walking through it. The physicality that they've been preaching so much just was not there at all last night. Maybe that second night of a back to back. That's not an excuse. Just trying to figure out why. Um, and then offensively, I thought they were putting shots up too quickly on like the first side of an action, settling for okay shots rather than looking for good to great. Um, And, you know, just shooting it quick, like almost like you're trying to get it all back on one play. I remember a couple Kevin Herter shots where it's like, dude, just calm down a little bit. Like let's, let's move the ball a little bit more. We'll probably get something better on the second side of, of the play. I, the, the Paul George thing, fine. Okay. Kawhi, fine. There's only one Keegan Murray on that team. And I know Harrison Barnes is doing his, Doing the best he can, right, as that secondary defender in these situations. But you're getting beat by, in the year of 2023, you're getting beat by James Harden off the dribble on layups? That's crazy to me. Blown by. Blown by. by. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And then then they went to Davion, and it's like, I guess it got a little better. 
but not enough. Not enough. I don't think enough. What do you what do you guys think? I mean, we talk a lot about trades and and you know guys to bring in, but this is still a good team. It's still a good roster. Sure. How do you feel like Mike Brown's been managing the rotation, or do you feel like this is a a good opportunity? Maybe it's only one loss, but do you feel like it's maybe a good opportunity to go back to the drawing board when it comes to the rotations? You mentioned Davion checking back in. I think that was in the second half for for Keon's minutes. Yeah. You, do you feel like maybe it, it might be time to to look at the rotations again? I mean. I- you go ahead, Brendan. I mean, I think that, like, there's just two spots. It's backup point guard and it's backup center. Right. And I think that I wish Davion did better in those minutes yesterday. I thought he was fine, but I thought it was a really good opportunity for him on a night where they don't have much energy. Like you're mentioning, it's James Harden taking guys off the dribble. That's what Davion's good at containing. They they play a lot of ISO against the Clippers, but the second the screen comes, they, he kind of struggles there. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he could have been better. I still would probably lean towards Keon, but I think you look at that. And the other one for me is – is backup center. Um, JaVale's been kind of getting those minutes in the first half, and I feel like more often than not, by the second half, they decide, nah, we're going to go small ball five. And Mike Brown said earlier in the year, like, you know, he's still going to settle things out, and he wants to give guys opportunities to compete for the spot. He's not just going to say, JaVale's not been cutting it, let's get him out of here. This is a long season, mm-hmm. so see if he can figure it out, find a groove, give him an opportunity to potentially win that spot. And right now, I don't think he has been, to be honest. But I I get that that's just a little bit of a process testing him out. I'm sure Alex will get opportunity when he comes back, Alex Len. Um, But those are the two spots that really stand out to me. And it's it's pretty clear that Mike Brown's going to take – Guy, he's going to pull guys if they're not playing defense. Yeah. And Kevin Herter, especially, I mean, he's been playing was playing really well for about a month. I mean, he was scoring 15 points per game on 40-plus percent shooting from three. But – and that's 30 minutes per game during that stretch. But the last three games, I'm looking at 16 minutes, 17 minutes, 16 mm. minutes. Damn. And he's scored a combined 10 points over the past three Oof. games. So it's it's it just kind of goes back to the beginning of the season where we, we were seeing Kevin Herter get the quick hook. And Malik Monk's been playing very well lately. Like, he's been playing sure. incredible. I mean, that that Malik Monk flu game, whatever you want to call it, the other night was, was incredible to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it kind of goes back to the defensive aspect of what this team has and who they have in the personnel right, right now. And if Kevin Herter's not playing well, he's not going to be on the floor, especially in the defensive end. So I think Mike Brown and the staff are still kind of searching for what works and and when it works the best. And, yeah, I think it's just a personnel thing. Not that Davion's the answer, but do you guys feel like the Keon Ellis experiment has worked out? Like, do you think that it might be time to go back to it? Because clearly, I mean, he went away from Davion looking for more or trying to get something else. I just don't really know if we felt like Keon has – has provided something else. I think he's done his job for the most part. Like defensively, he's pretty active. I think he's a threat from beyond the arc. He's not getting. He'll start to get treated one at, more as one as time goes yeah. on. I, I think Shots he's okay from three. Yeah. Um, he was great in the G last year. I think he's a good three point shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, yesterday it was just like what we've seen with Kobe Jones at the beginning of the year. The ball's getting poked away before yeah. you even start Paul the George offense, and it's like it that can't happen. Yeah. And I think that that was the main thing for Keon. And there's an adjustment to still learning the point. So, right. I don't know. We're talking like 12, 15 minutes a night. Like, I think that he's done okay. But I wouldn't yeah. mind going back to Davion because, again, I think yeah. Davion should have a little more fire to him now and something to prove. Do you think that if they do go back to Davion, is this the last stand? Like, is that are we at that point where that's the last time? Because I the feel like right. until February. I mean, until he gets this, traded in February. They did. Yeah. Like you, I mean, you get a month. You get you get a month and some change now to kind of solidify. Stand. So, I, at what point is it not a project anymore? Yeah. Is the question I'm asking you. It's, it's well, you got to give him legit was, run though. 
Oh, I agree. I and think they have. Though. They have. I mean, he's, I don't he, think this is third this season. Year. No, no, no. I, I don't think they did. Uh, this is me coming from this totally. year, really yeah. watching. It did feel like he got a little bit of a quick hook this season. To me. Yeah. To me. I think previous years perform. I think it was just that we haven't seen. Yeah. I, well, I don't want to say progression because I do think his shot looks better, but... I think it's just you're you're not really seeing like an overall growth. I mean, I would say to start the year, like during the preseason, for sure, we were thinking, oh, that shot is yeah, at yeah. least looking better, and mm-hmm. it feels like it's going in more of the time. And then, literally, the season started, and he Crazy just breaks. he missed everything. Crazy. There was he, one yesterday that was no, he horrible. Yeah, Airball, or yeah, yeah. It's like air not even close. Like, yeah, it, it went over the other side, like the opposite side of the rim, and just a barely corner three, a corner got three. a piece yeah. of it, and. I mean, I'm sorry, but like, yeah, like no, but I'm just saying when, okay, De'Aaron was out, right? De'Aaron was out for those games and he got, I think that's when he initially got jumped over, right? For Keon. Yeah. Those Houston yeah, games, the Houston I think. Yeah, yeah. The Houston games and Davion came in at some point, right? I remember there was a Davion revenge game and he balled out. It might, it it might have been like in 12, Houston. 14 it could have been in Houston because they lost both. Those right. I'm looking at his game logs. I mean, against the Clippers, it's both blowout losses. He had nine points against the Clippers on one of five from three, and then he had eight assists in a game against the Pelicans that the Kings lost by 36 points. So, Whoa. I'm I'm not going to sit here and just say, "Oh my goodness, the Kings are done with Davion. They should move him right now." I think that he can bring a lot to the table as a defender, but. Until he starts bringing a clear positive on the offensive end, they're every gonna, night they're going to go to someone like Keon, who is he a better option in the long run? We don't know, but he's a better option in the short term because, as far as he's not a complete, you know, negative on the offensive end, he's able to knock down shots. And Davion's not great defensively at everything. He's good at one thing. Yeah. He's really good at isolation defense. A screen gets there. He's not great at getting through it. I think he's okay. Off ball, he falls asleep as much as Kevin Herter, Malik Bunk. Like that's probably a little dramatic, but like. He's not great off ball either. Like he does one good thing defensively. Yeah, and and look, there's a lot to break down here because Davion ain't the. Re- he might not be the answer, but he is not the problem. No, of course, no, no, the no, Kings. No, no, no. The, uh, no, the Kings losing by 36 to the Pelicans, <laughs> losing by 20 last night. No, Davion Mitchell is not the problem. So I, I don't. I do kind of feel a little bad that we're right. Kind of right. This shouldn't. I, I think he should be. And we got an hour with you, so we're going to talk about everything. But no. I do think that it definitely Davion doesn't. It doesn't warrant this much discussion when really I think somebody I, I thought about this and I know that Keegan is starting to evolve into more of a shooter, but and a dunker and a dunker. Yes. Come on, but doesn't it? But doesn't it kind of <laughs> doesn't it kind of seem like having? I know he really doesn't want to take Malik Monk off the bench, but doesn't it sometimes seem like having Keegan and Herder is a bit repetitive? I don't think so. I think that there's only so many uh, there it becomes the only one ball thing where it's like, mm-hmm. you know, if if you have three guys who are better with the ball in their hand, well, not everybody can have the ball in their hand and so mm-hmm. at least, you know, especially with that starting group, De'Aaron and Domas are going to have the ball in their hand 90% of the time. Mm-hmm. So I I don't, I don't that's where I've been recently thinking like I, I just don't know if Malik is ever going to crack that ro- that starting lineup. Well, he better do it next season. Or he's not going yeah. to be in Sacramento. <laughs> we'll see. And we'll I'm telling you this right now. What, you think he'd say as a six man? I think he could. That doesn't mean he's not going to get paid. Yeah. I, and and close games. You are not sitting me behind Kevin Herter another season. I'm sorry. And, and maybe Malik is a better man than me. But you're not sitting me behind Kevin Herter for another season. I'm just saying, if I'm closing the game, I don't care. Yeah. 
It's gonna come Give down him his money. Person to person. We'll put Jemski's clothes in the game, too. You, you care, <laughs> no. Jack Harlow. He All right. feels great about that. Got to get to a break. When we get back, it is time, 115. We are talking about my trade, and I will give it uh. to Frankie and Brendan and Chris and Nate. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports, taking you up to 2 p.m. Joined by our Sacktown Sports Kings insiders, Brendan Nunez and Frankie Cardicelli. We have, as we await the talking Kings, of course, but also awaiting the situation with Draymond Green and how and his punishment. It could be if it's 20 games, he would again come back against the Kings, which would just be hilarious at this point. I don't think it's going to be 20, but we are waiting. Woj was just on ESPN saying that, surprise, surprise, he will be suspended, but we don't know how long. Here's here's an interesting nugget from, you know, remember that Dave Chappelle skit where it's, oh, thanks, Ja. I, I was looking forward to hearing from yeah. you about. Who cares about what Ja Rule got to say at a time like this? Exactly. So you have Nick Young, Swaggy P, <laughs> chiming in saying, He's more of a cheap shot guy, talking about Draymond Green, but he tends to do that to a lot of Europeans. He messing with nothing but foreigners. Oh, Nick Young, whoa, that's on crazy. Green. Who are we talking Wait, here? Whoa. Steven Adams, Adams Sabonis. Sabonis. Whoa, Wait, whoa, whoa. whoa, Nurkic, Gobert, Gobert. I guess LeBron and, and Donovan Mitchell are the only two outliers. But, but did I he mean, really mess enough. with LeBron? So what you're saying is Draymond Green should not be on the USA Olympic team. Or, or he, he should, should be. be. <laughs> so that is, that is an interesting. Yeah, that's not nothing. Yeah, I don't that's know not, about that. It really yeah. isn't nothing. I, I don't know. I did not that's expect to be like Nick Young is onto something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on. Well, let, let him cook. Let yeah, him cook. Wait. Hold on. Let, let my man cook. So we will see. Shout out Swaggy P. Let's see what happens with Draymond Green. All right, it's time. Oh, I don't know. No, 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 no. I really no. am just not looking forward. No, I think you will be. Okay, so here we go. I think the other side might not be into this. Okay, here we go. All the right. other side. So, the Warriors receive Harrison Barnes, Chris Duarte, JaVale McGee. The Kings receive Andrew Wiggins. There's no way. Anyway, I, don't I mean, so. if you look at what Duarte brings to the table and Harrison Barnes being a Kind of a poor man's Andrew wait, Wiggins. Wait, what does Duarte bring to the table? Tenacity. What do they call him on here? I don't know. He's a secondary ball handler. No, he's not. Has he brought down the ball once? This, <laughs> yeah. well, this is what it says on yeah. on Fanspo. You think you think the Warriors hang up the phone? Yeah. What yeah. what what would Wiggins solve here? You need a wing defender. No, I think Wiggins would be great, actually, in Sac. From Sacramento's perspective, I'm doing that easily. I posted this yesterday, and some people said, Kings fans said they wouldn't want Wiggins. I'm thinking that's kind of crazy. And the Warrior fans were like, oh, for sure, get rid of Wiggins. Right, right. (laughs) I saw the comments. You know, I I can GM a little bit. As long as we get Golden State Wiggins and not Minnesota Wiggins, and I know Golden well, State Wiggins hasn't been great recently, but like we're talking about needing size, needing length, needing more defense. Like what Wiggins does kind of 
check those Chris, boxes. Where are you at? Um, oh, Wiggins just starting a four-year deal. Huh? That was my question. What's yeah. his contract? Yeah, four it, years, the, 109 the, million. This yeah, is the, the first the, year. The numbers add up as well. Okay, because Harrison's 17, Chris Duarte's four, Javale is two, right, and Wiggins is at 24. That the math is mathing, guys. I mean, Wiggins is just straight up better than HB. Yeah, and those other two guys, like I think Duarte and McGee are. Yeah, from the King side, they're really not getting rid of anything that hurts. And you're getting Wiggins, which is a flyer. And I think one of you guys said he's pretty much a a, a, a younger, I think, better version of HB uh, at his best. But the Warrior side, I mean, good luck selling that to the fan base. Yeah. Welcome back, Harrison to, Barnes to is too. really tough. And JaVale, and JaVale <laughs> right. It's the, a, well, you the won a championship tour. with both of them before. I mean, and then you're giving them Just throwing a pick, too. That's yeah. a little bit of cap relief because the Kings are taking money on in that deal. I mean, HB, I mean, yeah. I mean, Wiggins is making almost $30 million in the next four years. I mean, people are upset about Harrison Barnes having a bad game making $17 million. So, like, right. what, are, what are Kings fans going to do when Wiggins turns in a game which he's been turning in a lot of, you know, HB-esque stat lines this year. What's going to happen when he's making $30 million instead of $17 million? Scooter916 on the sack chat says, no way they're taking Barnes back. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah, there's no way. it's a tough sell. A reunion. They hate him. He's made his Warrior way around the sun. hate Harrison Barnes. They both need a fresh start. I was hoping that game and four you want You want so Draymond and, and HB to be on the same team again? I don't care. HB does. HB does there? not like that. Man. Maybe HB, HB renew is does not there? like that. Is there a new opportunity? That's the only, uh, it's the only warrior HB Honestly, didn't invite for, to his wedding. For, um, yeah, for a yeah. second, I thought that's where you were going. I thought the the, the Draymond talk. The King, Draymond? No, I thought that, that was much. where you were going. No, I no, that I was, don't want Draymond inside. That was the offseason chatter. It I was, was down, to be honest. I was so down. Yeah. Now, what about now? Not at 25. Yeah, I mean, it depends what we're talking trade wise, but like, there's a world I consider it. But He's gone full overdrive. Yeah, yeah. The Kings will be getting a It's ridiculous. A treat. Distress. Throwing Colby Jones to the Warriors too. You lost me. No, no, you lost me. Nope. What? <laughs> That's the line. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. The Sanders wants Stanley Johnson. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jeremy. Throw Lamb. a bid. Throw a bid. Jeremy Lamb. Why not? Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, obviously, yeah. I don't think you can sell the Warriors on it, but I do think it would be nice to get. And last last week we talked about Jonathan Kaminga. And mm-hmm. this week, obviously, you know, this is what happens, right? Here's a vicious rotation we're at with the Kings. They win, they show up, put the trade machine away. As you're putting it away, they lay an egg. And then you you whip it right back out. And I'm tired of it, guys. So maybe, is it a change in rotation? What can be done to stop this? They need to, and look, they can, if they beat the Thunder, you, you can kind of assume that they'll take care of business against the Jazz and the Wizards. That's a five-in-one stretch. That's a good stretch. But it does still feel... Like, they got to get rolling here, especially before they're coming up against that gauntlet where their next back-to-back is Suns and then the Timberwolves. I think the six-game homestand, I heard Katie on with Jason Ross this morning talking about it too. This six-game homestand, is, it's huge. I mean, mm-hmm. the teams come in that you're playing against, I mean, it's it's going to tell us a lot about where this team needs to go and what direction they're going. I mean, if, if they go 5-1 and one on this homestand, I think we're going to be saying full steam ahead like mm-hmm. we were before, right? But – if there's a two and four homestand, one and five, the chatter is going to get louder. I think that if the Kings are in a position, it's also February. Okay, as Brendan's, what was that you just dropped? Oh, it dropped it, Mike didn't even pick it up. Really, I, don't know I heard it in my headphones. Oh, whoops, <laughs> my fault. You're kidding. Um, I, I think that a one and five homestand really puts you in an interesting position going into the new year. And the Feb- February trade deadline's on the eighth. So, like, mm. where are the Kings coming into the new year? If they're under 500, which is, you know, they're four games over right now. Yeah. Well, let's no say way. they're under 500 in January. Mm-hmm. 
how do you guys feel? Do you think it's time to hit that kind of like not quite the panic button, but the very, you know, I don't know, distressed button? If you're under 500 on January 1st, where are you with the Kings? I think you need to decide what your expectations really were. Everybody says, I want to win a championship. That's right. what you're supposed to say. Yeah. It, what, what is Monty McNair? What did he actually think was going to happen this season? And that I don't know. I think the two ways to improve this team are either you're hoping... I mean, we already saw De'Aaron take a leap. I think he's been phenomenal this year. Um, but it's either Keegan taking that jump offensively, and I don't know that that is reasonable to expect it happening this year. I'm sure we'll get glimpses. He's gotten better in certain aspects, but obviously offensively he's been struggling. Or you go out and make a deal for a, and create like a three-headed monster. You know, you go get a guy that's on De'Aaron or Domas's caliber and, and go about it that way, but... Again, I don't know that that happens this year. Like, it has to be the right guy. And if they don't think that's available this year for a reasonable price, then I think they're just going to be patient and keep pushing that down the road until they yeah. can eventually do that. Like, th- there's a chance that we just write it out this year. Yeah. In Shams' report, I mean, I think that was a couple of days ago, right? That the Kings were going to be a, I think the quote was a suitor for Siakam, then kind of snuck in there. It was kind of just like, yeah, there's a belief they could grow from within. I think that was, which not, is very telling. Yeah. Yeah. That, that means, like, if we don't, they're preparing for there's a chance we just, yeah, what I just said, just, yeah. you know, write it out. Yeah, in a weird way, I mean, I, I don't even know if I fully believe it, but the Kings are actually, at least from Monty's perspective, in a really good situation where yeah. they have a good roster right now. Like you said, if they just want to ride out this roster, they'll be a playoff team. I think we all know they, they're not going to win a championship this year, but you're also in a situation where, yeah, if you, if you want to make this that move, this roster is flawed. There, it is a good roster, but it's definitely a flawed roster, and I think we see that there's a very big, massive flaw in it as they can't, they just cannot compete against certain teams. You can go out and make that move if you feel like, to your point, Alan, like you feel like this is a year that you can win a title. You could argue that no one's really separated themselves. That's the Denver Nuggets saying. are the three seed right now. The Timberwolves right now are a one seed. You could argue that that's a really good opportunity to try and pounce on. So I, I think in a weird way, Monty is in a really good position where it's on his timeline. Mm-hmm. It really is. Whatever timeline he he feels, which I don't think he's he's really showed his cards yet, but it, it's 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 on whatever Monty McNair wants to uh, wants to approach this this situation with. I think that's a great point because the other thing is, you know, you can't be out here pocket watching somebody else's money. But if you're Monty McNair, are you also are you also record watching? And if the Suns do put it together and KD does come back tonight or in a couple games, yeah, I think I saw time, that they are supposed to all play tonight. Okay, so they all play yeah. tonight. Let's say they just wow. go in fuego first, yeah, first and your money and you think, I don't want to, you know, haste makes waste, as they right. say, and yeah. they're just on a different level. Let's not make a, a risky move. But if something happens and the Suns can't put it together, Jamal Murray or whoever, the, the Nuggets are having issues, you think – You know what? There's no time like the present. All right, got to get to a break. When we get back, we have one more segment with our Kings Roundtable with our Sacktown Sports Insiders. We are still taking your calls, your texts, your sack chat. And the question is, how do you feel about the Kings and the Thunder coming up tomorrow night? Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. This is Sacktown Sports.
Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports, taking you up to 2 p.m. One more segment for our Kings Roundtable with Brendan Nunez and Frankie Cardicelli, our Sacktown Sports Kings Insiders. Got the crosstalk crossover after this with, of course, Whitey Gleason. And guys, this has just dropped about 15 minutes ago. Our favorite, everybody's favorite, Kendrick Perkins. As we talk trades, and obviously nothing is going to happen, but I do think it is, I do think it is interesting. And this is Kendrick Perkins on, you know, NBA on ESPN saying, "Free him from all the blank that's around him. We cannot waste Steph Curry's valuable time while he's still there." <laughs> Kendrick Perkins says Curry needs to get out of Golden State. There's no way this is even a waste of. This is a waste of a conversation, right? He's he's finishing with. The Warriors. Yeah. Did he, sure? did he do his sign out that he always sure? did at the end? No, yes. Are yes, we sure? Yes. I mean, they're not going to trade him, but are we sure Steph's going to you know? finish as a Warrior? I've always thought that the plan was going to go to Charlotte, Charlotte at some point. No. I, I think the other two could I go think he somewhere wants to else. Own Clay Charlotte. and Draymond I, yeah. could go somewhere else. But own Charlotte? I think, that's I think he wants to own the Hornets. Then you no, I really think he wants to own the Hornets. I think he's got point. a better chance of going to Sacramento. It's a better storyline. Hey man, you said it. you said it. I'll, it's I'll a remember. Better, it I'll is remember. a better storyline. Tripping. You think going to Sacramento is? He what? What? He, he's from Charlotte. Okay. His dad played for the Hornets. The broadcaster. He's not okay. going he's anywhere. A broadcaster. Guys. You don't think they're gonna? What's a better I mean, storyline? Random Hornets yeah, playing on some. Have you seen the city of San Francisco? <laughs> what's a better storyline? <laughs> yes. Going to the Hornets, who we don't know. Sometimes they're good. Lamelo shows up on House of Highlights. Lamelo can't stay on the court. His dang self, he keeps getting injured. Or going to the Kings in Sacramento, where he signed his first athlete. Right, he's owned the Kings for majority of his career. He adds to a team and brings a chip. The only way he can one up LeBron is bringing a championship to Sacramento. You're right. We don't need to talk about this. My, my favorite part is it, it would have to be a trade, right? I, I think the Warriors will do everything in their power to make sure he retires there. So mm-hmm. they'd have to just call it like Boston with Pierce. Right. And just I can imagine the trade talks of all Kings fans being like, well, I wouldn't put Keegan in the deal. Keegan's untouchable. We can't give away the yeah, future yeah, for yeah, yeah. a couple just, years. Just, they, they, will, they will trade every person in that organization before just, they trade Stephen Curry. Yeah, there's I, no I way. Promise. There's yeah. no way. They, they, they would they would trade Chase Center. The, the Warriors would just play yeah, outside. He's going like, yeah. to have like play an Alcatraz or something, and they'd still get great ratings. Yeah, still get great ratings. I'm just saying the the chatter is is. Starting and nah. you know a lot of people Kendrick, Kendrick Perkins with everybody is going left saying get rid of everybody else Kendrick goes right let's just move on or have Steph move on and just leave the Warriors ruins I mean look it, it the the fall of an empire and I do want to ask this seriously now okay I do want to ask this if this is the end and the the Warriors are starting to crumble does it feel let me ask Chris sponsored by Crumble Cookies sponsored by Crumble mm. Cookies. I haven't. Crumble. I, I thought I had. Yeah, you yeah. should know it. There you go. I could go for a crumble cookie anyway. Sounds pretty good. If this is the fall, and it seems to be the fall, I mean, the Warriors are not winning the championship this season. I, I feel pretty confident saying that. Does it feel as good as you thought it would when you were just, even last season, in the height of, mm-hmm. there's no way the Warriors pull this off again? Does the fall of the Empire as the Warriors, as a Kings fan, a lifelong Kings fan, does it feel as good as you thought it would? 
Not yet, but I feel like we're just in the beginning of it. Like <laughs> I want to see it like, all. Steph's got to be a part of the crumbling as oh. well. Like him getting frustrated yesterday, I he saw him stomp on the bench yeah, or whatever. Yeah. It's a solid start. That's oh. a solid Look, start. Yeah, I can't, I can't like, you're not like watching on YouTube right now. You should see Chris's smile. He looks like the Cheshire <laughs> yeah, cat right now. It's pretty great. It's pretty great. Got a Grinch smile. On. I, oh my goodness. I think it would have been better if. Obviously, the Kings would win the playoff series. Yeah, I think that, that's, that's going, right. That's going to be a tough yeah. pill to swallow if they don't meet them again. And just that's that was their one shot right. at taking down that dynasty. And um, I will say, I think that the Warriors deserve a little more criticism, in my opinion, as far as fumbling how the they could have gone from that dynasty into a new era yeah. mm-hmm. with young talent. They messed up drafts. They messed up trades. They yes. messed up. They they really missed a lot of opportunities over those past couple of years. I don't know if it's if it's because the front office was kind of checked out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that the Kings and other teams get dragged for so many things. But maybe the Warriors get dragged, and I'm sure there's some Warriors fans that might be listening and go, we get dragged all the time for missing the James Wiseman and all that. So, okay, that's fine. But I think a Sacramento Kings fan can't go one day without hearing about Bagley Luka. One day. In a basketball yeah. – Tyrese is like the new one. In a basketball discussion when the Warriors have made – countless mistakes over the past couple of years. Well, this is the time yeah. where it's it's really hurting you, right? Because this is the part where the two-timeline thing was supposed to, the young guys were supposed to start stepping it up by now. James Wiseman, total whiff. Total whiff. Bagley-level yes. whiff. Um, and then you have Kuminga, whiff. Moody. Yeah, hold on now. See, yeah, this no, no, no. No, I'm yeah. saying, no, 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 no. Relative. No, no, no. Relative to, like, there's yeah. other guys they could have gone there, <laughs> is all I'm saying. Like, I, I'm still hopeful for potential there, but you could have done better. Moody, Whatever. Like, they totally fumbled the two timelines. And that's not to say, like, the the popular opinion was trade the picks. And yeah. Yeah, that might have yeah. been a better Cash outline, you know? Bradley it's not Beal, just who right? you could have picked. It's who you could have traded those assets for. Yep. Yeah, and I think the fact that they won in 2022. I mean, you had Joe yeah. Lacob doing victory laps on podcasts saying you thought that he, he looked like, you know, Ether and Jay-Z. <laughs> you thought the two timelines couldn't work. And I'm sitting there, dude, it's not like those dudes helped you win. Yeah. I'll never forget. I was at the parade and James Wiseman's on a float and I got roasted because I said, why is James Wiseman on a float? Why is this man on a float? Why does he have a name on his, on his, on his bus? Why is he on a float? Man. And he floated all the way to Detroit. My, my favorite, my dad's a big Warriors fan, and my dad earlier this year was like, you know, Brandon Pajemski and Trace Jackson Davis are really what Nico Mannion and uh, James Wiseman were supposed to be. That's true. Ooh, honestly, <laughs> like, Ooh, first of all, Nico Mannion's a crazy pull. <laughs> Nico but. Mannion was supposed to be the guy. Never forget, he got MVP at that Steph camp, and they drafted him four years later. Man, I'm looking at this. Kaminga, I mean, I don't, Brandon probably knows off the top of his head, but do you know who, who the Warriors drafted Kaminga over, the pick right after him? I oh, no, I don't. Yeah. Chris, do you know our guy? Oh, yeah. My bad. yeah our oh yeah, Franz. Yeah, that's, and they love. Well, Chris actually said that about a week draft. ago. Yeah. That's uh, no, this is twenty twenty one. No, Tyrese draft was, that was a whiff too. One like, year before, no, they, but, they, no, 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 no. But nobody that was James expected, Wiseman exactly. Right, nobody expected Tyrese to go that high, but like the Warriors oh. really liked him and considered. Also, just went Lamelo real quick. Yeah. I got I got to sneak a jab in on this too. The Tyrese, that video of him, oh, he remembers every player drafted before and everything. When like there wasn't behind the scenes orchestration, which we all heard about and we've all read about, and obviously it's way out there and very publicized now. That they orchestrated that drop 
themselves. Some of it. Some of it. Right? Like, I think it was Atlanta. He didn't want to go to. They had two ball handlers. Right. Um, and there was another There's team another somewhere there in there. Uh, but Detroit, I don't think the Warriors were one of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I forget what it was. But there was a couple teams that he just didn't want to go to. Yeah. I also hate that video because it's like, oh, look how impressive it is. He remembers 10 people's names. Yeah. Can we actually... Can we talk <laughs> 11. a lot... 11. 11. No, yeah. <laughs> can we talk a lot on the show about overused sports terms? But I think we need to talk about that, too. Because I was watching a special on Sunday... Um, on ESPN on NFL before the game start. And they did the same thing with Amara St. Brown. And he's got a list that he reads of all the wide receivers. That's a longer list. Taken before him. And he reads it before every game. Can we stop? Yeah, that's too much. Also, Can a lot stop? of the names were like, ah, well, those guys are better than you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> do we have to do yeah, this? I hate that. And I saw a picture of some dude. Like, it's the same as like the guy who watches the other team celebrate. Oh my the, goodness! With the confetti and yeah, everything, yeah. and it's, the guy. Just, yeah, you know, just trying to get like. Just looking for that Instagram photo so that they can be like, yeah, fire like, picture though. It is, it's, it's a fire, a fire picture, picture, but it's just like, come on, man. <laughs> Enough like, you, is you set that. How up. often you do it. they it's actually okay. go back and win? Never, right. yeah. <laughs> never. All right, guys, a couple more minutes with you before we we get you out of here and off to our holiday party. A couple more minutes with you. I do want to ask Ooh. this as it pertains to the Thunder, right? Second in the West right now. I'm not going to ask whether they're fool's gold or not, but is it possible? I mean, we knew they'd take a jump, right? But is it possible they could stay in the top three throughout this whole season? Or do we think still early in the season, things are working itself out? I think it's early, and there are a lot of things that have to be worked out, but there's no denying that they have arguably the best young core in the NBA right now. Mm-hmm. And they're proving that they're real. I mean, Chet Holmgren's playing very well. Uh, SGA is an MVP candidate. They have the number one three-point shooting team in the league, which is going to be an issue because the Kings do not have a great defense, period, but especially not a good three-point defense. But um, just looking at what those guys can do. I mean, they're very impressive. Obviously, it's a very long season, and we're seeing that there's still some teams like Phoenix is playing their first game with their big three tonight. I mean, are they going to rise the standings? The Clippers have seemed to figure it out. Um, The Lakers were playing well until they they lose to the close one last night in Dallas. But um, there's no denying they're going to be in the mix. I, I think they're for sure going to be a playoff team. I, I don't see them missing the playoffs unless, you know, barring injury, but um, another tough test. I think they're legit. I think they're going to flirt with a uh, home seed when it comes to the playoffs. And mm. I think everybody that we look at for the Sacramento Kings and potential trades, OKC could probably outbid them if they want to. They still have all these assets. Like we talk about OG Ananobi, Pascal Siakam. It makes a lot of sense in OKC. I didn't even think about that. I mean, everyone's thinking they're good with who they got, but yeah. if, they Again, all the striking while the they iron's hot. They first round have picks. Too yeah. many first right. round picks. Too many. They literally have to consolidate. Yeah. yeah. And you might even get Clippers versus the Thunder at some point, and it's like, hey, thanks, Paul George. And Paul George is saying, for what? So there are going to be a lot of storylines. But thank you to Brendan Nunez and Frankie Cardicelli, as always, for stopping by and talking to the good people and talking to us as well about the Kings for our Kings roundtable. We'll talk to you guys next week. Yeah. Right. Can't wait. And yeah. talk to you in like an hour as well. And talk to you in 20 about an minutes. hour. Hopefully 20 they minutes. got mayo hot dogs. Let's do this. Stop. You know what? You're the one who said it. By the way, no, now that he went there, <laughs> no, 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 we no, can no, go no, over no. a little bit now. So we want to know. Damn. And, and <laughs> yeah, look, Whitey got on me yesterday for we were flirting too much with bowling and video games. So we've been very all sports today. But now that Brendan said it, we can put it on the poll, Nate. 15 minutes. Just, okay, a mayo glizzy, oh, okay? No. We already a know how dog. this poll's going to no, go. No, no, no. A hot Not dog. Can't do it. No, Too we late. are. A hot dog Too late in the show. with only mayo, 
Okay, just Mayo. Psychopath. This is behavior. what Brandon eats. I understand it's a no go. At yeah. Every Kings game, he brought it up, not me. I would never put his business on the too. streets like that. Why he does it too? Well, we're gonna find out in this cross talk. A, are you okay? Fair <laughs> or foul? Mayo glizzies. Only mayo on your hot dog. Thank you to Brendan Flag on the and play. Frankie Styles and Watkins. We'll be right back with Cross Talk with Whitey Gleason, Sacktown Sports. Sacktown Sports. Check us out on YouTube. Search Sacktown Sports and subscribe. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports, taking up to 2 p.m. Joined by one half of the Drive Guys, as Whitey Gleason is is uh, is it, providing pen- some bass, the Pentatonics or whatever, right? Oh is yeah, that, uh, the, the, the Pentatonics. <laughs> they they actually made a really great career for themselves, did, and this right. is where they thrive. Actually, the holidays. holiday season, right? So you will see them pop up on the Macy's, the Mix ninety six. Okay, yeah, mix ninety six. Yeah, they'll do your. It's it's uh, the pentatonics, yep. right? And then it's also Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey. Michael Bublé will show oh, up yeah, around this time of yep. year, and then uh, and then and that's like me when I'm golfing. I call it a Michael Dublé when I get a double bogey. <laughs> do you know who loves NFL quarterback who loves Michael Bublé? Did you guys see this? No. I uh, believe he be? just said this week, if I'm not mistaken, like two days ago, he's like, Michael Bublé's a beast. Wait, let's try to guess. Okay. Starting QB right now. Yes. AFC or NFC? Yes. <laughs> AFC. <laughs> AFC. Lamar Jackson. Nope. Okay. Gotta be Ryan Tannehill. It is not. <laughs> Has to be Ryan Tannehill. Will Levis. Nope. That, no, we know that's it's not Patrick guess. Mahomes. That's enough Tennessee been... Titan yeah. guesses, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> 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 hmm. Well, Patrick just, Mahomes has only been talking about that that penalty for the past week, so it can't be. Let him. me put it this way: Zach would Wilson. I, would I expect you guys to guess it? <laughs> Tua. It's Tua. Oh, Tua's got a lot of really yeah. weird quotes. No, he is. <laughs> he's, he's, he's like a strange guy. He is. He is yeah. unique. That was a dolphin. That's why I did. Oh yeah, yeah. he didn't pick <laughs> that up. Yeah, I get it now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whitey, how you doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, uh, eh, eh. all right. Hanging so, in there. Uh, yeah. No Kyle Draper today. Again, he's been uh, under the weather and or he's, you know, can't handle all the 49er talk. I don't know. But hopefully, <laughs> honestly, hopefully he's feeling better. So Jay and I again today holding it down and moving it forward as we try to figure out what is going on Ugh. with the Sacramento Kings. Another tape to burn. Another <laughs> tape to burn. And is it ba- – it's got to be bad Kings, but also – is it time to take the Clippers just a little bit more seriously? I know Paul George exits at halftime, but is it time to take the Clippers more seriously, or is it It's still early? A lot can happen. I think we should have already been taking the Clippers kind of seriously, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, they've been playing really good basketball lately. Mm-hmm. I don't know. For me, the whole thing with the Kings is just they. Chris and I all summer long, we talked about, oh, they have more depth, have more depth right now. I don't think they have the depth they I thought they are going to have. And then when you get you know in these back-to-backs and you don't have the depth, uh, and then your best player plays really bad, which is what happened last night. So, night, night. All right, don't do that. <laughs> well, you can't do that. That's, that's what it was. trying to get well, a rise out of me, huh? Yeah, yeah. you're trying to get a rise out of me. Have you seen the commercial for the Christmas games on uh, – No. Yeah, and they have all the little action figures. Oh, and, yes, I yeah, did see that. And, and Steph does the night, yeah, night. Yeah. yeah. It was real, really cute, huh? Yeah. It was really It's going to really be cute when it's in Sacramento. Yeah, one day, hopefully one, one – Oh, day. I see what you're doing now. 
No, that's not real happening. cute. That's in Sacramento. not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Whitey, what do you think about <laughs> the uh, the whole hubbub that has been made with these back to backs? Like, I mean, is it? It's something that every team has to deal with. But the fact that the Kings have. I mean, just struggled incredibly on these back-to-backs. Like, is it is it just a thing that, you know, whatever, some teams, it, it just, on any given year, I mean, the Kings were good last year, 8-7 and seven on, on back-to-backs. This year, 0-3, oh is it just one of those things that you can't really, I don't yeah, know, I like don't, prepare, like, you know, you, you can't, I don't know how you make sure your team is right, good on back-to-backs. Right, and you try to find explanations for it. You know, there's some possible reasons. They don't quite all add up. I think, you know, you're a jump-shooting team still. Sure. And so you're prone to those off nights, and yeah. they're not a great defensive team. So all those things contribute to that. But still, it's like, wait, that's a little extreme. Yeah. Which is more confusing to you, the back-to-back thing or the losing multiple games to only four opponents all year. Most confusing to me is Alan saying Steph Curry's coming to Sacramento. <laughs> I, no, 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 no. I didn't most, say that. I was like, what? No, I did not say that. And you're what trying I, to explain no. to him, you know, Charlotte's from there. And, <laughs> no, I don't care about that. No, what I was saying, no, Kendrick Perkins, if you're just now joining us, thank Good you source. for joining yeah. us. Kendrick Perkins said, get Steph out of Golden State. And I said, he has just a good chance of going to Sacramento as he does anywhere else, really. Mm. Yeah, I you guess did. if that's you did if you, say that, yeah, yeah. you did say that. If everybody else is at zero, then yeah, sure, so. it's a stronger zero. It's zero <laughs> in bold. It's like those pie charts. No, but in a different color. Yeah, yeah. This this no is in is in purple. Isn't it great though? I know you were in the Bay Area a long mm-hmm. time. Uh, right now, I think if you're objective, I think it's easy to say, I'd rather be the Kings right now than the Warriors. Oh, of course. Isn't that great? Oh, of course. Yeah. I yeah. mean that that I thought about that. You know what I mean? This I thought about it before you did, Whitey. Okay. <laughs> no, right. no. I, I Why do you think I'm here? Like, yeah, I mean, I it's part, switch, of the, you know? part of the reason the Kings are on the rise, and we don't know how high they will rise, but I did not think, I know everyone in, over, the, over the summer, we want to get number five and all this. I just didn't see it with that roster. I, I never saw it with that roster. I didn't see it. If you look at Andrew Wiggins, oh, we just got to have Warriors Andrew Wiggins. No, you need 2022 Andrew Wiggins. That's really been the only really good Andrew Wiggins. And then Andrew Wiggins, I think, early 2023 before the injury and then the whole thing that happened. So you've seen much more of the Andrew Wiggins you're seeing now than what you saw in 2022. And you caught lightning in a bottle with Jordan Poole, who we know what he's doing or what he's not doing in Washington. So them trying to run it back and the whole Chris Paul thing never made very much sense to me. But now looking at the Kings and how far they will go, and you know they're in an interesting spot, completely different expectations, I would say. And I think the, the question becomes for the Kings – what does your timeline look like, right? And I am curious, Whitey, because I know you've talked about so many teams over your time doing this. And has there ever been a team? So we're at, I believe, seven blowouts out of the Kings' nine losses. Mm -hmm. Has there ever been a team that just would not show up like the Kings and still maybe not even won a championship, but was a hardcore contender and maybe – got like had a deep playoff run. It feels like you cannot just sell games and when it comes time for the playoffs be a legit contender. It feels like something is wrong with the foundation for yeah. this to continue to happen. 
I don't know if it's wrong with the foundation. I mean, you have a, it's not even Christmas yet, as you know. So you have a lot of time to look in there, get under the hood and figure out what's wrong and maybe mm-hmm. do something about it. You have a lot of time to do that. Mm-hmm. Not easy to do, but I, I don't think it's, I don't think we could write off the season now because they're getting blown out. Plus, what are they, 13 and nine? Yeah. You know, yeah. and there was you know, a few years ago, that would have been that alone. 13 and nine. Yeah. Let's have a parade. Yeah. So big picture. Yeah. There's definitely some things wrong. Like I said with Chris, I really think that's a big part of it. The depth they were planning to have this year, just it had, they, it was smart. The moves they made so far, they haven't worked out. And so you're a little shorthanded. By the way, at the Warriors, too, I think they really miss Bob Myers in a lot of he, ways. No, he so. got out of there. He yeah, knew what he was yeah. doing. Charles Barkley even said, good job getting off yeah. the sinking ship. And the Bob Titanic, said, I have friends yeah. over there. And yeah. Charles Barkley does not care. <laughs> Charles Barkley said, they're going to be here next year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. yeah. So now, I mean, looking at this Thunder situation, you got the two uh, games. Uh with the Jazz and the Wizards after that, and the next back-to-back, Whitey. And we'll close with this. We're about under a minute here, so we'll close with this. This is how we started the show. I sent out a— seconds? No, I'll go (laughs) quick. You're taking away from it. I sent out a PSA to Vivek. I said, on December 23rd against the Timberwolves, which is the next time the Kings will have the second half of back-to-back, if they come out and lay an egg like this, you need to refund everybody in that arena. Wow. I mean, you're just coming what? in here. <laughs> I'm running for mayor soon, too. Yeah. But 13 and 9, Alan. But 13 and 9. I know, but you're Kings. not showing. I'm saying you saved your money. And if they didn't show up, why do I have to pay? It's bad service to me. I don't want to start this again. It's bad service. Are you to saying me. there you're either not giving the best effort? To me, that's the only reason why I would ever say, I need my money back. I don't, I don't, I don't know. think it's I don't, that. I don't, I don't know how to team, say it. I don't think this team's capable of that. I don't know about you. Uh, this team I'm not giving a good effort as a team. Yeah, I don't think that's in their makeup. I, th- I think but it's with, happening. No, I don't think it is. I don't think it's a matter of uh, that's what I'm saying. It's not a matter of effort. It's sometimes when you get paddled when the other team is faster than you, stronger than you, bigger than you, you can't catch them. It looks like you're not trying. Sometimes no, you're they're just better than you, and that's been the case. I think too often. But that's yeah, the foundation still. that I'm talking about. Okay, I think we're in agreement here. I'm we just are. not. Yeah, I'm in just, just different saying, tones. I don't think the foundation needs. You talk foundation. You're talking about getting rid of your key players. No, 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 no. Then that's I, okay. Maybe I just mean the the bones of it. All right. Nate says we gotta go, so we, gotta we go. do. We do have to go. Thanks for listening to Styles and Watkins. Thank you to Nate Littlefield who did a great job. Thank you to yeah. our Sacktown Sports Insiders. Do you have the Drive Guys up next with Whitey Gleason and Jay filling yeah. in for Kyle Draper? Until tomorrow, secure the bag, light the beam.